0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Fried coming to you live from the quarantine cabin in Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, they tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how it goes. And listen, make it your Instagram story. Do that up. Come on, people. Make it your Instagram story. That's a really nice... And ooh, it feels good. Oh, when you make it your Instagram story, it's like you shrunk down to a little, you know, fairy size, little, little, little sprite, and then you had a little feather in your hand, and you were just like, tickle, 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 right on the seam of my nuts. It really feels good. Feathering all day long, up and down, down and across, you know, each way. We, we go both ways on the J Train podcast. So just feathering all over. I got live shows, uh, St. Louis, that's happening. St. Louis, and I got um, Indianapolis. So dates, dates, dates. I got New Jersey, I think just happened because we're taping ahead. So, and also the Patreon. I want to encourage you, we are doing so much on Patreon, I'm so proud of it, I'm so happy with it, it's my most, I really, I have fun doing all my podcasts, but I have a great, on there, I'm off the cuff, I there ain't no, we ain't holding back on Patreon, so three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month, I do Luxury Lounge, I complain about a luxury issue, um, I do one more email, an email that's too long for this show that I wouldn't normally do, I do it there. And then I do Coffee with J-Train, which is really just, you're doing a half hour coffee with me. And we're just hanging out. So, and it's, yeah, we're hanging out in the one-way conversation type of way. So, on the subject of Luxury Lounge, I, I, I do want to bring on our guest. Very excited. Very funny comic. Um, he's got a new-ish podcast. It's, it's less new now, but it was, it was new. It's, it's making its way up the charts. He's the mm-hmm. co-host of Are You Garbage. Give it up for Kevin Ryan. Thank you for coming on, Kevin.
1: Hey, what's up, dude? Thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm stoked course. to do this.
0: It's great to have you. I want people to know about your podcast because I remember I was I think I was an early guest on our you Heart. were.
1: I think you were number three, maybe. Uh, yeah. And it, that was like that was the last we launched it right before quarantine. And that was like the beginning yeah, we got of together. March. The, we were that was in the person. last. Yeah, we were like, and I remember we were out front. We were like, you think this is going to be a thing? What's going to happen? And you're like, nah, who cares? You know, and I was
0: like,
1: <laughs> that's what I right. said. Then- <laughs> What
0: are you trying to cancel me on my own show? <laughs> nah, who cares? What are you talking right, about? You- <laughs> no, but it
1: was still like so new at the time. You know what I mean? It was still like yeah, they, there was we like one or two like, cases type thing. It was really yeah, weird. I,
0: we were trying to figure it out. But, you know, those again, if we all taped our conversations, Front, which we did, you know, so yeah, yeah, I don't know if we have that on tape, but if we all taped every one of our conversations leading into kind of what became, how stupid would we all sound?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we would look like idiots. Nobody could ever have expected this, you know?
0: Yeah, I. I but I, I want to talk about Are You Garbage? Explain the concept, because I remember saying to you, I'm not like a tastemaker, but... Listen, I have taste as far as podcasts are concerned and I have um I have opinions on how a podcast should be started whether they're right or wrong, I don't know. Uh-huh. But I remember seeing you and H Foley and being like, "You guys have a show. This is perfect. It's got a hook." I was like, "This is going to be successful." I think I I if I'm remembering what I said in another moment, I remember saying this is gonna be a successful podcast like I knew it right away. Yeah, okay. no, I
1: remember I remember you saying it, but I remember we were talking about it. I remember that. yeah, it was um, it's basically we sit down with a comedian, we do two episodes a week and we kind of try to find out if they're garbage, you know what I mean We ask them like, have you ever been to like a pro wrestling event? you know, did you wear Janko Jeans growing up? did you the
0: word you know and and it's it's interesting because you guys, you know the question are you garbage? the word garbage? has a negative connotation, but there's people that are wearing it with pride. There are people that are saying, oh, I'm from garbage. That's how we grew up. It's a a show that has nostalgia to it. Sure, it's a lot. It's a lot of, like, 80s and 90s kind of
1: stuff, like how you grew up, you know... um it's definitely, you know, people come in, they're like, there's no way I'm garbage, you know what I mean? People that, you know, come from, like, a lot of money or wealthy families, they're like, there's no way, and then, like, you start asking the questions and peeling the layers back, and you're like, dude, you are fucking trash, you know what I mean? Uh,
0: now, are the, I, I remember saying, I, I remember saying there's no way I was garbage, I think mm-hmm. I, I, and I think I succeeded in staying ungarbage like
1: You did, and you're one of the only few, you know, you're, you're definitely one of, like, you're the one who came in there's people that we that came in we thought were going to be trash that were like yeah. no they really turned it around and they like they're, they're very, you know, meticulous about things and, and you know they they they, can't, they they walk around with a good head on their shoulders. And then you came in you're like I don't th- there's no way I'm garbage and you I think you're the only one that came in saying I'm no way I'm garbage and and stayed Teflon, yeah, bulletproof the <laughs> whole way through.
0: Now, I, I explained to the listeners like what kind of question would you ask? So are there questions? Because I, you know, I was episode three. Have you repeated questions? Are there questions that you go to? Sure. Are you doing different questions for different people? You know, the how do you get to the finale of Are you garbage or not? Like, what what what's the process?
1: Sure. So, like, <clears throat> but there's definitely uh, you know some some recurring ones, you know, and they kind of change. There's like basics that we kind of hit. You know, like, did you drink milk for dinner? Do you brush your teeth in the shower? Mm. You know, uh, did you teeth have a in the shower? How would you describe that? That's trash to me. That is a Garbage. trash move. Okay. It's like it, they shouldn't. Could, am, I, am I saying a lot of people, this is very divisive. You know, it's very, you know, 50% of the population brush their teeth in the shower. So it's mm. it's very divisive. But my thing is you've never seen a toothpaste commercial where they're in the shower brushing their teeth. They're always at the sink brushing their teeth where it should sure. be.
0: Sure. And with, then some the, people. With the pearly like the the white sink and the brightness yeah. of the bathroom. Yes, the sure. new
1: pajamas on. You know what I mean? Of like they're, they're very crisp. You know, vi- I mean? you know what I mean? A lot
0: of the a lot of these things are
1: a vibe. Of course, of yeah. course, for sure. So I'm anti brushing your teeth in the bathroom or in the in the shower. Some people leave the toothbrush in there. That have like
0: roommate. That I think my dad was a brush the teeth <sighs> in the shower guy. I tried it. I wasn't really a fan because some mornings you don't take a shower. Some you just are like, let's head out.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, total most days actually. Yeah.
0: Uh, ease of uh, use.
1: Yeah. So with there's definitely some standards that we get to that we ask everybody, um, you know, that are kind of like fan favorites. And it's also too like so my co-host H. Foley, who's done, I know has done this show a couple of times. Yeah. Um, he grew up like very middle class, right? Like uh so he had, he comes, we, we kind of have it cornered. And then like, I grew up with some money and, but like my family was, the, they were the first people to get it in their family. You know what I mean? So they're like first generation money, kind of sure. like Ricky Bobby style. Like we don't know what we're doing. They don't know how to spend it. So it's like, we were trash with money. You know what I mean? There was like okay. wave runners and hot tubs and <laughs> shit like that. Like a standalone hot tub is trash. If you just yeah. have a hot tub <laughs> on your deck, not near a pool or anything, that's trash.
0: Good. Well, again, I've I've been to nice houses with a standalone hot tub, but it shows you money doesn't make you not garbage. Of course, it's a generational thing. Like my kids will be a little less
1: trash than I am. You know what I mean? I'm a little less trash than my parents. I'll be a little less. You know, my, my kids will be a little less than me.
0: So are there any, you know, we get a lot of dating relationship questions that we're going to get into J podcast at gmail.com. You can send in anything you'd like. And we get a lot of lifestyle questions. We'll do some lifestyle questions too. But, um, are there any like relationship specific garbage questions that you've asked people? Um, there was, so, there was some, like, I remember like the,
1: you know, uh, kind of like, Kind of like what app, like if you're doing like online dating or whatever, like mm. kind of that stuff. Like if it's just like hookups, it's obviously fine. There's nothing. And also there's nothing wrong with being trashy. Me and my co-host are is, trash. So this, it's
0: like- is, this is the whole point of the show. And I want to reiterate, you guys do it with love. Like there's nobody, nobody walks away. Go, you don't look, you don't get to the end of an episode. And I'm encouraging everyone to go listen to Are You Garbage? Uh, you can go find it anywhere you're listening to podcasts. Go get involved. Mm-hmm. They're doing it twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, just like this podcast great podcast to add into the rotation again i sat with kevin and h foley and i looked them in the eye and i said this is going to be successful and now guess what's happened it's it's getting an audience it's pretty successful you guys have been on more networks than any podcast in the history of podcasts (laughs) you guys have switched networks every week it seems well that again i see you guys jumping networks And that's because Uh, you have a show that people would buy into. You can see the vision and Mm -hmm. you don't get to the end of it and go, look at you, you garbage piece of trash. You say, look at you, you're a piece of garbage. And there's a celebration of that. Welcome to
1: the party. You know what I mean? Come on in. The water's fine. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're we do it from like a loving and it's like you you see the tendencies. It's like, oh, I grew up with this kid. This kid's like just like my cousin. Like this is just like somebody I know. So it's like very, uh, you know, it's it's very welcoming.
0: I mean, just like this podcast where we take the emails, it's just a good jumping off point to learn about your guests, to learn where they came. It is a setup, and the guests and you are doing the punchlines. So, like, Mm -hmm. I I, I say this to people starting a podcast, and I knew it when I was talking to you guys. I'm just like, oh, we got a show. Here's the obstacle course where I can shine it. Like, I've been on podcasts before where it's like, So we're going to talk about how you got into comedy. I'm like, I'm not, you're not Mark Maron. I'm not big enough for anyone to care about this. No one gives a shit. I don't give a shit. You don't give a shit. The minute there's a game, it's like, oh, what's the game? It's like when someone has pickleball at their house, you're like, oh, yeah, let's throw, you know, let's play some pickleball.
1: This is great. Let's get into it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's the way I describe it. It's probably very similar to like the emails that you, you do. It's it's a vehicle for stories. You know what I mean? It's a vehicle Absolutely. for funny. So it's like, and you also get a lot of stories, you know, like you just said, you've done podcasts where you're like, oh, well I started doing comedy or like you have like, sure. you know, funny stories that you share and stuff like that, that you might've told on multiple shows or on stage or just, you know, kind of, you know, things that uh, you've done before. This opens up to like very, like people have never thought about the kind of jeans very, they wore in the 90s. So they're like, oh totally. shit.
0: Like, it's a very never specific of this. And they have a brand new story absolutely you're opening up the shed door you're opening up doors in the house they haven't opened in years this is all kind of like brain work you know to a lot of people and like i i and i i would assume though for are you garbage um it's a tough again we've mentioned a couple times this is done with love because we're kind of defending ourselves against what could be someone being offended how could you call because i always use the word baggage when i talk about someone's dating stuff and it's like Everyone has baggage, like, and, and I think there's good and bad baggage. Like, just because the word has been drenched in negativity doesn't mean it's a negative word. So, 100%. I think we're defending it, but I, it is interesting that all of these things, like you, you just never think of in that context. You're never really. You know, it's not. You're not like. Uh, you know, you're doing something because you've always done it. You, of course. It, it, it's of like course. when you get in a new re, new relationship and someone goes, your girlfriend goes, you do this every night, and sure. you're like, yeah, my family did it, my yeah, dad better. did it, of course, exactly, it's all that happens, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, want, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's like you don't realize how, you know, wacky your family is until you go spend, you know, Thanksgiving with someone else. And you're like, oh, sure. You, you know what? what type, When's everybody take their shirt off and wrestle or whatever? You
0: know? Well, yeah. And then it's like one of those things with like, you know, with comedy, we meet so many people are like, you should t- see our family. It's like, oh uh, yeah, everyone's got their things. Everyone has their things. And garbage is just kind of a. It's a means to, you know, it's, it's a way to discuss things. I, I love it. I think everyone should go follow. Everyone go follow Kevin. Thank you. Hysterical. Thank you. At Kevin Ryan Comedy. Go follow on Instagram. It will be all over my social media. How come you did move around so much? What I, I, This might not Whoa. be the podcast. This might be inside baseball. But I was <sighs> like, you guys went from, I, I, when we taped before the quarantine, you're at one studio. Then there was a big announcement, you're going to move. And sure. then you go to the uh, gas digital, which I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I like those guys there too. Sure, and, they're then, great, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're moving again. What, what, what's going on? Uh, well, when that place that you recorded and we were
1: just that, we just had like a studio space with them. Like we yeah. were just, it was like and all the production was still on us and the, you know, everything, but we were just using their studio. And then the quarantine hit, we were doing it on our own and we had started a Patreon and, you know, and then that same month gas digital came and they were like, Hey, you know, come on board, Be a
0: part of our group. And it seemed like a good matchup. It seemed like a good, uh, a good fit. It did. It was a good fit. You
1: know, it was definitely like we're in that same universe as them. It's all comic. It's, you know, it's all, it's a lot of standard comics, and comics and that we're stuff, all, yeah. like it's a lot of our peers and stuff like that. So, um, it was good and it was great. And the gas guys are phenomenal. Like, the, the, you know, there was no bad blood, but, um, you know, we just wanted to, like, build our own uh, kind of our own world, our own thing. You I, yeah, know?
0: The, the the garbage universe. I, I get it. I, I I think it's a I think it's a great move. I, uh, you know, own your stuff, you know, go on your own like podcasts, it, man, yeah. podcasts do take a certain amount of investment to get started. But then when they're afloat like and you got an audience, now you can grow from there and you can kind of sail on your own.
1: That was definitely it. So, you know, I kind of I don't know. I was boozing a lot like <laughs> three weeks ago and I just got this idea and I'm like, I'm fucking doing it. So we did it. <laughs> and then I rented a space in Midtown. Uh, oh, wow. That, yeah. Like I got we we got crazy. I rented a space in Midtown that we turned into an old basement. We hung up like all wood, pa- like that fake wood so you made it
0: look like a basement you would have grown up in.
1: Yeah, we call it we've been calling it Aunt Studios cuz that was like somebody's that was you Love know it's it. just like you're in the basement we we set it up we have like you know board games and a lava lamp sure. it's all just like it looks super trashy uh, and we launched the Patreon um, <coughs> which you know which we've this has all changed within like you know the past 7 days this is all Well that's developed.
0: why I, I that's why I bring it up I saw it all over I'm like I, and I was happy for you guys that's do the podcast is doing well cuz again I have I have some ownership over this. After saying you guys would be successful, I feel like a, a, a part of this journey. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 You're and I the want to be directors. Right. Yeah. yeah. You get a board so, seat. But you have – here's the, the other thing about having a podcast co- concept that people enjoy. One, I know about it. Two, um, networks, these new networks in the wild west of podcasts are going to try and bring you in. Three, you get great guests. You guys have had some great guests. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to say myself. I'm saying you've had big guests. Yeah, we do. Such a new podcast.
1: We luckily, you know, we were, you know, we we've been doing comedy in New York for like seven years or so. So like, you know, we have, you know, we're friends with all these, you know, all these big comics and stuff like that. And we kind of just leaned on them during quarantine. So I mean, we've had like Mark Norman, Joe List, Bobby Kelly, Andrew Schultz, Shane Gillis. I mean, like, you know, most of uh, we had we just had Tony Hinchcliffe. you know, a didn't lot of, you ha- a lot of didn't you have
0: Greg Fitzsimmons and Did Greg
1: Fitzsimmons on. Yeah. Yeah, we, the- yeah. We've, we have a, our roster was, is, is pretty stacked. So that was another big thing because only 15 episodes were available uh, on gas digital. I- and I'm like, I want all of these out there. So that was, listen,
0: a big thing. there's a lot of great guests. Go check it out. Are you garbage? All anywhere you can find podcasts, the whole library's out there. Let's do the show. You ready? Let's do it, buddy. J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Kevin, you're married, right? I am, yes. Right before quarantine. You, yeah, right right February before quarantine. we got married, yeah. Congratulations. How long have you been together? Um, we were, this is a, I don't I think we might have talked about this as a brief. We
1: were, so she was European and she just moved here.
0: Yes, this was a 90-day fiance situation. A little bit, yeah. Very. Yeah. Very.
1: <laughs> it's in that world for sure. Yeah. So uh, sh- we were dating, we met. Uh, Like five, six years, about six years ago. And then, you know, um, it was like a one night stand type thing, a fling. And she was only in New York for two days. And she went back home. And then we were texting. I got it. I got a good text game. And then I got her to come back to see me. Where is she from? She's from Germany.
0: So. Germany to the U.S.? Is that an easy transition? I mean, you're, you have a one-night stand. How do you? What? How did that meet? How did that happen? Like, where did you meet? We met at the stand comedy club. Um, she and was at the show hanging out? Yeah, it's even, you know, you
1: to get even a little more nitty-gritty, I wasn't even on the show because I hadn't w- I even worked the club yet. I wasn't past. Okay. I was just hanging out. Like, you know, you have to sure. kind of show face and I'm hanging, just drinking, you know, just chilling. And she sits down next to me. We kind of just start chit-chatting a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm like bragging. And I'm like this, you know, I'm like, I'm a comedian. And she's like, oh, you on the show tonight? And I wasn't. And I'm like, nah, not tonight. But I was like vague. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, nah, not sure. this one. You know, I'm on one.
0: shows in general. Sure, exactly. yeah.
1: Very vague with it. I was just <laughs> at a bar for three people in a basement, but she didn't need to know that, you know?
0: Yeah. So... And then she's
1: like, Why, you're not funny enough? And I'm like, Well, there's a lot of politics involved. You know like I started like <laughs> defending then he, myself.
0: <laughs> then she starts asking very yeah. I don't speak English <laughs> questions. Like when people don't speak the language, they are so direct. It's like, yes. Do you do the funny? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's Did very, you do funny tonight? Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, I have to answer this. And I've listen, I've been there where you're the person not on the show, just oh, hanging out at the show. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. So but then like,
1: you know, out of a movie, kind of uh, somebody was supposed to show up, was didn't show up. And my buddy Sean Donnelly was like, hey, put up Kevin. And I only had to do five minutes because Monroe Martin was running his Tonight Show. Oh set. my
0: God. Yeah. So she's down in the
1: show at this point because we were talking before, you know, and then I just get called up on stage. I got to do
0: five minutes. Yo. and now you're now it's uh, you're the reliever you're the guy they put on like you're a trusted guy of the club boy this woman has been tricked into dating into dude, marrying damn, you. dude bamboozled yeah. she <laughs> yeah, did not this... see it coming I mean I really I mean, got her. her the story she went back to Germany with <laughs> is not the real story.
1: Oh, not even (laughs) close, dude. I like the highlights look like the cliff notes. No,
0: because if he goes, she goes home. I was thinking, if you were not on the show, the story is a little is even is as hilarious. How, sure. oh, he's a comedian. Did you see him perform? No, he was at the bar. He told me he was a comedian. But we're still texting. That's one version of the story. Now the version the real version of the story is well, he was I mean, he must be pretty big. They when they when they had time, they just put him on the he show. He was a because, special guest I said, a special An addition guest. to the show, you know. I mean? yeah. So now yeah. you guys are texting abroad. How difficult was that? I mean, this is a let we have a lot of female listeners. Sure. This is a Kind of a lesson in like, hey, if a guy's going to pursue you, even an ocean won't stop him. Sure. Well, it was
1: originally the tech started um, to get, uh, you know, pictures of her boobs. I was like, oh, maybe, you know, this will, you so know. So
0: you've, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So basically, let me run through this a little bit kinder. Um, sure. Is you've hooked up on this fun German woman at the show. You killed your five minutes, I'm sure. Afterwards, you guys have drinks. You go back to your place, your big New York City comic. She comes over. She's like, what do you do other than comedy? You're like, I might start a podcast about being garbage. Um, And then she's totally wooed, and she leaves, and now you're like, well, I got this woman who would say yes to having sex with me on a one-night stand. Why don't I ask to see some boobs... Yeah, well, it wasn't so it wasn't
1: so blunt for sure. We just sure. Like, we like linked up, I think on uh,
0: Facebook or something.
1: Or yeah, yeah, I think it was like
0: friend of a friend. People like, listen to this podcast for the mind of a man. This is very sure. much the mind of a man. I, right. I yeah, I'm not trying
1: to sugarcoat it by any no. means. So um, <laughs> she like we like linked up. Somebody it was like her friend, like my friend on Facebook or something. Like I and like the name popped up. So like we mm. we friended on Facebook. I sent like a. Hey, I see um I hope you made it home like a joke about making it uh, or I hope you got a, you got off at the right stop or you know some corny sure. shit like that. Love it. Um and then some back and forth on Facebook, you know, and then it switched to WhatsApp because you know that's what the the Europeans are big on WhatsApp. Of course. So it switched to WhatsApp and then texting. Um and actually she came back without us ever like facetiming or speaking on the phone. She flew back. Well, uh, how how long after? If that was in like December that was in like January, I think we first met she came back in April.
0: Wow. Uh, so yeah. that's a quick turnaround and pretty and what, quick was turnaround. There, have you been out to Germany? Have you gone? Uh I have, yeah. I mean
1: I've I've been there like probably ten I don't I don't even know how many What's times. it like
0: to visit her family there? Is it different? Is it the same? Like is you know from the space of are you garbage <laughs> land? Mm-hmm. Like are you seeing her home and being like wow, they live the what's the what, you know how is she considered? Is you know like her family's Sure, situation. they're They're uh they're
1: They're pretty classy. Like her parents are like kind of, you know, they're, they're they're well off. They grew up in like, their it's considered a flat, I guess, but it's like very, you know, it's very nice, very well done. Her mom's an interior decorator. Her dad ran like a theater and an art, uh, gallery for a long time like they are like very cultured you know very so cultured ex- refined how people.
0: do you explain to them the are you garbage podcast
1: they they're still trying to they're very supportive but they're still <laughs> yeah. trying to wrap their heads around it a little you know what i mean like a lot of, it's all like u.s references
0: sure because uh, like, it's like no we talk about whether someone drinks milk for dinner and i imagine the german man is like yeah why don't you drink milk it yeah, doesn't matter yeah. like that has no social ramification
1: for him of of course you know um <laughs> but they they're they're very encouraging but it was cool meeting them it was, and it was the same like she has an older brother and i met him first before i met the rest of mm-hmm. the family which i think is like a very typical us thing too you kind of meet somebody yeah, l- yeah, more yeah. low the, stakes than you meet a cousin a sister or sure. something
0: you meet a messenger to the family. Yes, you know, they, they, yes they're gonna, exactly. They're going to bring back news of good tidings or bad tidings yeah. to the family. Yeah, I understand that. Well, so, I, listen, this is all oh, – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, no. This please, is please. all great. I, I want to get to the emails because sure. I, I'm very interested in this. I, I, we got emails. Let's do them. Go listen to you Garbage on any podcast app you want, Monday through Thursday, at Kevin Ryan Comedy. This is called Now What? Jared, love the pod, have told so many of my friends, so anticipating all the texts I'll be getting if this airs, LOL. Backstory, I was introduced to a guy at work a few weeks after I started in August. Three weeks ago, I decided to reach out and see if he wanted to grab a drink after work. We work in different departments and never see each other. He agreed and it went great. He invited me to hang out with him and his friends that upcoming week. I decided I wanted to get to know him better first before meeting the friends, so we did something else on Saturday night. Fast forward to last week, we ate lunch together at work and discussed hanging out again. He said he was down, followed by, you just let me know when. I reached out a few days later and asked what his plans were that upcoming weekend. His response was that he didn't have any yet, but he was talking to a buddy about going on the lake uh, now that he didn't ask, note that he didn't ask why or if I wanted to join I haven't heard from him since my question is how fine is the line between confident and desperate I'm interested in this man and would like to hang out again I have no problem making the plan but has it uh, but has it reached the point where I need to put the ball in his court thanks confident or desperate so Kevin what do you think
1: it's always it is a, it is a very fine line you know um, and I, I feel like mo- Hmm. It's tough. Like I, I, he probably has some genuine interest, you know, I would ass, I would assume, sure. you know, based on what she's told us, but I just don't understand like every position I've ever been in where I'd like, you know, I do like a girl or so. And she's like, Hey, what are you doing? Even if like I had my buddy's wedding, I'd be like fucking nothing. What do you want to do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I think she just puts the ball, if she were to put the ball in his court, like kind of a little more, you know, do you want to have like a little more specific rather than like, what are you doing this weekend? Any plans? The vagueness
0: is he, tough. He, the vagueness exists for a couple of reasons. And of I, course. I, I agree with what you're saying. He's being vague, but he likes you in some way. Sure. And I think we can both agree that for men, more than a lot of women like exists on this, like very wide spectrum. It goes from yeah I'd I'd have sex to I want to marry you. Mm-hmm. You know like and and that's the kind of the difficult part because the person who says yeah I'd have sex and the other person goes yeah I'm looking to get married they kind of pursue in the same way.
1: Sure. It's the and same road, yeah.
0: It's the same road that one just stops prematurely than the other. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. but like the first 10 steps are somewhat are similar, the same, yeah. let's get drinks, let's go you gotta out. got get the ball in the air, you know? The ball in the air. I, I, that Her question's very interesting to me because confidence versus desperation. I would also say that a lot of his vagueness comes from the situation that they're in. She said, uh, it's a guy at work,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I decided to reach out, to see if you want to grab a drink. They got the drink. Then he was like, hey, come out with friends. She said no to that. They did something else. The come meet me with friends to a woman. It's like I want to get to know you first. I, I I don't know. To some it might seem male or female. Come meet my friends could be like, whoa. Meet the friends. He must sure. be like going crazy. To me, after one date, meet the friends means he doesn't care about you meeting his friends. He uh, to him it's that night is him and friends going out to meet women, and you are a woman he could you know True. fit into yeah, that yeah, group. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, and then fast forward, they lunch together. Now they're seeing each other at work and they're eating lunch together. A lot of people, and I'll say men specifically, think of the end before they think of the romantic, think of how this will end before they think of how this will
1: for sure. go
0: any great way. So in his mind, there's got to be a lot of, Fuck, I don't wanna make someone at work hate me. How can I I get out
1: of this if I have to? You know, how do I tiptoe this line? You know.
0: So I will be as nice as humanly possible while also not committing to any type of plan. I want I want to receive plans. I don't wanna (laughs) toss out plans. Yes. So it seems because if you receive plans, you can go. I got dentist appointment. It's very uh, noncommittal.
1: You get to choose. You, you, you know, for sure. The
0: field they say in, you know, in football, keep the field in front of you. Yeah, that's kind of what a lot of men do when they're not looking to lose someone, but they're also not looking to like capture you away. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, from her perspective, which her perspective is totally honest and good, and there's nothing wrong with her perspective. No. But it's from a place of you're dealing with a guy who's trying to keep the defense in front of him and you want some offense. Sure. You know, you want some action mm-hmm. and he's trying to just play prevent. A lot of these words, if people don't like football, they're a <laughs> But I know you understand him as, as as an Eagles fan yourself. Of course, of course, of so, course. So what I would say to her, the difference between confident and is desperate is Desperate is begging someone to hang with you. Confident is telling people what you're doing and they can come hang with you or not. Sure. So like, do you think she should
1: give not like, you know, I don't, I hate to say ultimatum, but just like a, Hey, do you want, like, is, is it too, is it too confident to be like, Hey, is this something you want to do or not? You know what I mean? I don't think
0: there's any such thing as too confident. I think there's such a thing as like, like she said, didn't, uh, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, Hey, I'm 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 just going to. I might go to the lake, but not really sure. Okay, well, I'm trying. There's a point where it can only be so romantic. That yeah. You, it, to to get answers, you have to be practical. If I'm her at that point or at this point, I say, hey, I'm trying to hang out with you. I, yeah, I'm, that's I'm what make, I'm saying. Like, yeah. like yeah. I think that, I think that's a confident way to go. Hey, I'm trying to hang out with you. I'm not gonna beg you. So. You have my number. If you make a date, we'll see what happens. Sure. But I'm putting it out there. I'm not going to wait for a date that long. So, it's got to be I'm not judging you. I'm happy. I think the the desperation comes when you put judgment on how they're pursuing you. Because it's like, "Well, how could you not?" Oh, really? You don't and it's like it's it's kind of like um when we do stand up, if someone gives you shit from off stage and you get mad, it looks like you've lost control. Sure. And now you're desperate for everyone to come back on your side. And it's like, no, no, no. If you just laugh at it and you go, well, listen, good for you. Uh, um, I'm going to move on with my life. Yeah. That's confidence.
1: Of course, 100%. I
0: think, I, I think she's got to – and listen, this isn't the way people hope for it to go. Nobody hopes to go, but she wants an answer. Yeah.
1: I also think it might be, it reads even like more desperate if, you, if you're if you not up front. You know what I mean? If you're just like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Okay, well, what are you doing yes. Thursday? Do you want to have lunch? You know, like, what are your plans for lunch tomorrow? Like, he's like a guy, like I would pick up on that as like, are, you're not, you know, it's just like this repetitive softball throwing of like,
0: what about this? How about this? I'm over sure. here. You know? It's like, it, there is a point where it's like, he's got, you have to put him in a place where you have made it clear. I want plans. I'm not going to wait for plans forever. And sure. and listen, I've been in that situation where it's like, what about Thursday? What about Friday? How about any day this week? Sure. And it's like, yeah, I'm put <laughs> all month. what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know you want to hang out. I like you too. But if, if I know you'll hang out anytime next week, you'll probably hang out anytime in two weeks or in three weeks.
1: Of course. Of course. Yes. He knows he knows he's got a long leash right there. You know?
0: Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by American Giant. Right now, it's more important than ever to support our local communities and businesses. Did you know that in 1960, 95% of all clothing was made in the USA? Today, only 3% is made here. American Giant has built a 100% USA-based supply chain. They've got relationships to factories, workers, and communities at every step of the way this ensures the highest possible quality. This is a sweatshirt you will own for years. It's not the cheapest, but it makes for a better sweatshirt. And it's also better for our people and planet. American Giant makes clothing that's durable, not disposable. They're reclaiming the American tradition of making high quality clothes that last, worn more and kept longer, but built to last. It's the last sweatshirt you'll ever own. Listen, I have the sweatshirt from American Giant. It is a big, comfy, um, strong sweatshirt. It is a sweatshirt that you wear and you feel like it's hugging you. It is, I, I wore it on the train down to Philly and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't even need a blanket. I feel like I am being held by this sweatshirt. It's great and it feels durable and it feels like something you can wear in the harshest of elements so I think what American Giant's doing is great I love that it's American made you get to go be involved with a great company since you know it's just I I think this is such a wonderful product and I'm wearing this sweatshirt everywhere it's a big hooded sweatshirt they got all the different colors American Giant has a great deal for my listeners get 15 15 15% off your first order when you use promo code JTRAIN at American giant Dot .com that's american-giant.com that's 15% off when you use code jtrain 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 at american-giant.com The J Train podcast is brought to you by Features. Believe it or not, the holidays are almost here. It's been a strange few months, so why not give friends and family the gift that puts a jingle back in their step? For 20 years, Features has been solely focused on delivering unsurpassed performance socks. A great pair of socks can be the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list, and with Features, every pair feels like a custom fit. I only wear Features socks. I only wear them, this is the only things I wear and you're thinking right now, holiday gift, I'm not gonna be the guy that gives out socks, I'm not gonna be the person that gives socks. These are such great socks that you have changed someone's year. And I'm not just saying that. I put them on every day, they have long ones, they have short ones, they have the no-shows, they have all the different types of socks, but they wear well, they feel good to put on, they feel good in a shoe, they don't go down, they don't slip off your heel. It is, and the long ones, if you're someone that wears high top sneakers, I wear high tops on stage, I always wear the long ones because it protects the back of my foot. They're not your average pair. No other sock gives you custom-like fit the way Features does. Highly durable, ultra-comfortable, and meticulously designed for performance. Elite runners around the world have loved Features for years, but they're not just for runners anymore. Features has a huge range of socks tailored for cycling, running, plantar fasciitis relief, and more. Zone-specific compression for targeted support. Targeted support, no slipping, bunching, or sliding. Anatomical design conforms to left, left and right foot for the molded fit that prevents blisters. Life time guarantee if you're unsatisfied at any point get a replacement pair no question asked features has tons of style to choose from from no show to knee highs i told you they got them all you can get ten dollars off your first pair of features just in time for the holidays use promo code jtrain 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 at features.com for ten dollars off your first pair that's f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s dot com promo code jtrain for ten dollars off your first pair jtrain podcast at gmail.com J podcast at gmail.com. I want to do a lifestyle question since, listen, we're here with the garbage, the garbage our arbitrator, the garbage trader. Yeah, would you've even chimed in on a couple times on Twitter regarding in. some, I, regarding listen, some I,
1: questions. Yeah.
0: I Listen, we, we had one where, what was it, the charcuterie? There was a charcuterie board,
1: there and uh, there was also people were talking about pre-gaming as well. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, the pre-gaming question was a good one, I thought. It was because great. Yeah. It is, they, they were asking if pre-gaming a party was garbage or not, right? Yeah. And my point and why I chimed in is a pre-game can be done from Crystal, Sure. Of you know, like there's, there's, there's people yeah. to, to say, it, it, I think pre-gaming is garbage, depending on what type of cup you're drinking from. One hundred. My point. So yeah. okay. Let's if you're do having a couple one. of cans
1: of beer, or you know, drinking a <laughs> Manhattan, it's a little different.
0: <laughs> Way different, and depends on the beer. Of Help. This is a lifestyle question. I moved in with my boyfriend this year and moved out of an apartment I shared with a close friend for three years. I should mention we are 25. So post college, 22, move in. Moving out from them and into the boyfriend, uh, in with the boyfriend. This friend of mine has been in my life for many, many years uh, and can be very toxic in my life. She frequently puts me down in front of others and has some underlying jealousy issues. Moving out was the best thing we could have done for our friendship and for me to get some much needed space. Rewind to five months ago. She broke up with her boyfriend of three and a half years. Just over a month later, she started hooking up with my boyfriend's best friend, who is also our very good friend from high school. A lot of tentacles to this. A lot of yeah, connections. Yeah, it's getting messy. She pushed things to escalate into a full-blown relationship in a matter of weeks. My boyfriend's best friend is moving to NYC for nine months and she insisted they had to be exclusive while he was gone. She's claimed they've already discussed marriage and wants to even move to NYC after only dating for two months. Anyways, I'm feeling extremely smothered. She's now at every event I go to with my boyfriend or invites herself along to anything I'm doing now that she's quote-unquote in with this group. I've worked hard to cultivate good friendships with my boyfriend's friends and subsequent girlfriends that my friend is now worming her way into. I've tried talking with her, but she immediately gets defensive. I worry things will just get worse when we're around others and with the put-downs when I tell her I need space, what do I do? sincerely stuck this is a great question oh yeah it's a tough situation i understand it Mm -hmm. i do understand it's interesting what do you think uh kevin as a it's it's tough i think at that point you know especially you know you're i think
1: you're a very different person at 22 out of college or 21 22 out of college than you are at 25 right that's totally that's when things start changing. You, you start becoming less, like, codependent on your friends or your roommates and stuff like that. People have more of a career or more settled down in relationships. So t- social time starts to slow down then anyway. You know what I mean? And
0: you start to choose which friends you want to hang out with more. This is like when yeah. you start pushing away. You know. You start knowing what your friends are to you at that age. At 25%. It, and it's kind of what she was doing. She was like, old friend. Mm-hmm obviously not good for me, going to move away. I,
1: good But go ahead. I, I'm with yeah, you. No, no, I, I completely agree. I think at 25, like around that time is when you also like when you're specifically when you're younger, it's something you learn when you get older that you don't have to be somewhere that you're yeah. not comfortable or you don't want to be. You know what I mean? Like when you're like 20 in your early 20s, you're like, well, this is what everybody's doing regardless of if I really like it. That's what everybody's doing. I'm hanging out with this person. There's even though no I don't, like, other
0: options. You know, like, it's just that party. Yeah. And, and if I'm not at that party, I might as well not exist. So I'm just going to go anyways.
1: Yeah. As you get a little older, and a little more perspective, which it sounds like she has, you know, it's like, listen, don't go hang out with them every time they're doing something like especially if she's going to like if you're hanging out five times a month, hang out with them two times a month. You know what I mean? You just yeah. eliminated three interactions with her. You
0: know, so and then you get the best of that person Then you inv- and then you do the events that you're like, this is a good event for this person, this is the type mm-hmm. of hangout I want to have with this person, I want to go out with them, I want to pre-game with them, but I don't want to be in the, you know, be with them at the bar where they're going to put, you know, like sometimes you have to put the bumper you know, like the, the bumper bowling, you know, like the bumpers sure. on bumper someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you go bumper bowling, they- you have to put the bumpers on someone in your life, and, and mm-hmm. Listen, there's friends for different situations, and that's kind of what you learn as you grow up. I, I'm, I'm with you 100% on how th- this person does seem like they were trying their best, but the problem becomes, and the problem they've run into, this has happened to me with people I've dated, where I would be in a relationship where I'm like, uh, if this thing in life comes up, it'll be an easy out to explain why you know how i put this person in this place of life so per an example you know i look at you know you apply to a new job and you yeah. go and you're like it's in la and you're in a relationship six months and you're like yeah if la comes up that's the easy excuse to get out of the relationship to, and this happens with dating this can happen with friendships and roommates and it seems like what she tried to do she's like i'm moving in with my boyfriend our time is up i got through it we have some toxic things, but it's an old friend. Now I can just pick and choose when I hang out with them. And then the excuse didn't really work.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it, this the, is, the roommate kind of doubled down on it and you know yeah, got even more the, involved.
0: And it's a, and this has happened to me where it's like, then I didn't get the job in LA. <laughs> now, now I'm sitting here with yeah. a girlfriend that I'm not really into and I don't want to get more serious with that I have to dump. Yeah, and I think she's at that space because this woman who's toxic in her life seems to hold. You know, I don't think she would admit it, but it seems like she holds her friend in very high regard. She has followed her friend's footsteps through the snow. Bro. She's followed her to a boyfriend. She's pushed hard for the boyfriend's best friend to become a more serious partner. It feels like she's kind of following her, and and again. Imitation is the most sincere form yeah, yeah. of flattery, Flattery, but anyone you say that to is like, ah, fuck. Like, it's the worst thing to hear. It's like, yeah, they're just imitating because they love you, and it's like, well, get the fuck away from it. <laughs> I know, yeah, give me some fucking yeah, space for you know? sure. It's like the worst thing. When people say that to you, it's like the last thing you want to hear. Like, imitate, they're just flattery. Oh, they're being mean because they like you. Well, I didn't ask for this.
1: I, I still have to deal with them being mean regardless if they like me or not. I yeah. still have to deal with them being an asshole, for sure. It,
0: so it does feel like this person does see you as the the person, quote unquote, doing better. They have insecurities. That's why they're in, when they're in big groups, they put you down because they know that you're often compared to them as roommates and as longtime ah, true. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so again, in the shadow. Fo-
1: she, they feel in the shadow a little bit.
0: Exactly. So this all kind of makes sense to me. This person saw you move away. They broke up with a boyfriend. Then they got into a new relationship. The relationship is somehow connected to you, so they're a trusted person. They see you're moving with their boyfriend. They're like, well, I'm already talking about marriage, and we're moving to New York City. It's a little bit of a competition melded with I'm insecure, and I know you're doing better, but I would never admit it. Yeah.
1: I I view these people – I've definitely had people like this in my life. I view them as like this – kind of like it's the, the energy of it is like a bottle rocket, right? Like you're like, it's like, yeah, it's like very intense, right? Like she's getting married. She's moving in with the guy. She's going to New York. She's, you know, all of this stuff. It's like at some point, you know, this, it doesn't sound like it's probably going to last, but the guy moving to New York like that, that's very volatile. <laughs> it's not, it's probably not sure. going to be a, a sustained thing from the information we have, you know, and it's, at some point her attention is going to land on something else or someone else or another group of friends. So it's like, it just might be something you have to deal with in the moment, but it'll fizzle out and go another direction, you know.
0: Well, Maybe. that's kind of my that's kind of my point is your metaphor of a bottle rocket. They're a bottle rocket, and this person's trying to like calmly get sure. around yeah. the rocket that could go in any direction. Mm-hmm. Well, now the rocket's fucking hit you, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. Right I, I, yeah. they're they're spastic. Their 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 version of a relationship that's crazy and Insane. wild and too yeah, quick yeah. has. Gotten into, has shot into sure. you. there you go. So, so I actually think the emailer sounds bad, and I don't mean that in a mean way. But I, and I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to give us the whole story, but. Uh, she pushed things to escalate into a full-blown relationship in a matter of weeks. My boyfriend's best friend is moving to NYC for 9 months and she insisted they yeah. have to be exclusive while she was gone, while he was gone. She's claimed they've already discussed marriage and wants to even move to NYC after only dating for 2 months. There's a way to say those sentences without making Not them seem that, sound evil.
1: Sure. 100 percent without, it, without, without, without those words. You know, those are there's some cutting words in there for sure.
0: Exact. So that's my point. It's like you your problem is with, with this person. How they're living their life is, is, it doesn't matter. If, they, if you didn't have a problem with this person, you'd go. Oh my god, and she's dating one of my boyfriend's best friends. We can go on vacation together and they're going to get married and it's going to be great. And they're going to be t- in 2 months they're going to be, you know, it's like her whole tone would change if she liked the person and didn't have a problem with the person. So again, it's like a ma- it's like a magician. They're mo- she's moving all her hands to distract you from the real problem, which is you need to sit with your friend. You need to go and and take her aside and say, "Hey, I have a problem with you." Yeah, and and I know that's hard, but like it's very hard. Of course, we have to suss this out because the jealousy is making me look bad. It's making me, and the animosity I have towards you is taking other, you know, is growing and in in, in, is mutating other forms, of course, in other forms. So I think, and there's a way to have this conversation that is good and constructive, but it ain't easy. No, man, it's very rare. I mean, you just got to be honest. Like a lot
1: of times it's just like honesty, you know, what you got to sit down and have a genuine conversation. And those are the hardest things to do as human beings, you know, is to like really communicate with this is how I feel because it's vulnerable. You don't yeah. know how they're going to react. You might lose a friend. You know, it's, you know, nobody wants to face any of that shit. It's really hard. And,
0: and she said she gets a defensive when she talks to her, but maybe you got to find a new route and it's can't be about their relationship. It can't be about her following you. It yeah. has to be. Hey, about you two. Yeah. when I was out with you, you said this thing to me. And now here's example one, example two, example three. So it's making me really mad at you, but I'm trying to keep this friendship up in spite of feeling that way when you make me feel that way in those situations. How do we figure this out? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only way to go. Otherwise, <clears throat> this is going to be a mess. I, I yeah. can already see it. And it's train- also one of those
1: things, I'm sorry, if it ends now, like if she, you guys, you know, irreconcilable differences – it wasn't going to last in the current state as is, you know what I mean? You've only had a couple of months maybe or a year left as is. So at least talk, try to save it and salvage it somehow and make it better.
0: Absolutely. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why. That's why Ritual's founders is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. Not only have they obsessively researched each nutrient in their visionary women's multivitamin, carefully choosing forms that are absorbable by the body, but they've also tested their formula science-backed isn't just a buzzword for them, it's the standard. Ritual left, left out mystery additives, synthetic fillers, and shady extras that can be found in some traditional multivitamins and they're committed to showing you their nutrients where it came from and why they chose it they call it traceability um i got them for jess she loves them they're uh i i think but we also you know jess and i share the the ritual part i love the name of this because that's what gets you started on a good day you take a multivitamin you feel like you're already in the process of having a better, healthier, better, better, better day and feeling better. And, and the t- just taking a multivitamin puts you in the zone to do better than you did the day before. And they have a no-nausea capsule, And it's a design that's gentle on an empty stomach. There's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. For obsessive label readers, Ritual uses vegan certified non-GMO gluten-free and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see because they believe you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why. Daily changes can lead to big results, so start small today. Ritual is offering my listeners 10, 10, 10, 10% off during your first three Months, Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash J train to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash J train. The J train podcast is brought to you by bespoke post this fall. As you get back into the swing of things, bespoke post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. Listen, I love what bespoke post is doing. You know why? Because It is giving you a treat that you wouldn't normally give to yourself. They have such cool things inside their boxes. You can choose and pick whichever type of box you want. You can customize. You can put stuff together. It's really just a great way to get stuff that you never would have really treated yourself for we're not nice to ourselves and now's the time of year to get involved and maybe this is a great gift for the man in your life whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when temperatures dip bespoke post only sends guys the best stuff every month no matter what you're into box of awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods to barware cooking tools and outdoor gear box of awesome has collections for every part of your life I got the grooming stuff I love it, creams, all stuff that I use. Um, I like to keep it in my toiletry kit to really, you know, like to keep, you know, moisturizers and stuff, stuff that would make me feel at home while being away. These are all comfort items. This is a great gift for the person in your life that, you know, just wants you know something a little different, something a little extra. and. Honestly, if you're listening, get it for yourself. To get started, you take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs 40 45 bucks, only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. That's great. Get 20, 20, 20, 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code JTRAIN for 20% off your first box. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com, JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. Here with Kevin Ryan, at Kevin Ryan comedy. Go follow, go follow. Are you garbage? Twice a week, a great podcast to add to the rotation, get involved. Let's do another email. Let's do another lifestyle. I'm I, listen. I'm a, you're a lifestyle podcast. I'm bringing you sure, lifestyle I love emails. It. I love it, baby. Uh J Train podcast, podcast at GMA.com. Middle ground, would you rather, Mr. J Train? Just heard an old rare episode where you talked politics with Ben Kissel. You're both saying it makes it hard to find any nuance when you, uh anywhere when you only have two parties who are basically dividing up the issues and you can only be one or the one side or the other i'm dutch and living in holland and i was wondering how you and your guests feel about the dutch system we have 14 different parties in our version of congress okay i didn't know this is a this is a history on the holland people <laughs> we we have 14 different parties in our in our version of congress ranging from far right to socialist and even our government consists of four different parties would you rather shift to the Dutch system and be able to shop your way through 16 different parties for example you could vote for a party that is conservative on cultural values but protects uh, the working class economically or a party uh, that is more live and let live culturally but more right wing when it comes to taxes and health care any combination is possible and there's always a party you agree with 75% downside is that whatever parties are the biggest winners in the election then have to deal with each other and compromise which means it can take ages to form a government and nobody is ever 100% happy. B, keep the US system with all its pros and cons. Of course, I'm in no way impartial, but I'd still prefer the Dutch system even though we get told uh, get told we're pussies and our obsession with compromise causes a lot of blah blah decisions. Uh, okay. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I don't even know. I think you haven't done hypotheticals for a while, but would love to hear your take. So do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, we did just get through an election election. Sure. Um, I, th- I would be open to trying it. You know what I mean? I feel, you know,
1: uh, yeah, why not? I mean, what we have now is not perfect. Why not give something else a whirl, you know? And I, I well, think the fact that you can get super specific with it, you know, is, Is pretty cool because like you said, like he said in the thing, it's all so nuanced. You know what I mean? Like, especially now, the big thing is like, I'm like, a lot of my friends are, you know, that after college they get into like finance or whatever. And they're like, especially like our generation, I think we're about the same age. It's Mm. very like, I'm, you know, fiscally conservative, but I'm socially liberal, you know? And that's, I feel like that's a kind of a, newer thing because you know
0: well people now hate that that's that's despised right now Um my girlfriend Jess just yelled from the background you want dutch jess what? you said you yelled you want dutch <laughs> i like the dutch system as well yeah. i i I, mm-hmm. I well this is the thing this person emails and said uh, it's a woman saying you know the the thing that she said that i kind of like want downside is whatever parties are the biggest winners election have to deal with each other and compromise um that sounds like something I'm looking for. Yeah, she's like so you only get 75%.
1: I'm like, dude, imagine having 75% of what you want. Come yeah, on. it
0: doesn't feel like anything moves forward here. It feels like there's just like you, you know, or you have the US system with all its pros and cons. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. I I I, I like to me and again, there's some people that think this is an evil statement too, and that shows how divided we are. Just the idea of compromise um to some people is like uh, not even not even a thing, yeah, a thing. Absolutely, so, of course. I, I and I I don't think anything happens in absolutes. I think compromises the again. This podcast we're dealing with relationships. Um, I always talk about dating and relationships as a constant negotiation, mm-hmm. and the, two people have to be at the table to have an actual relationship. Sometimes it feels like here that we have two people at different tables. So I, oh, I yeah yeah yeah. So the the Dutch thing, I don't know how real this i mean this is one person's interpretation of what the government is so in this interpretation it, it sounds pretty good to me
1: right yeah, for sure dude sign me up i'll give it a whirl What <laughs> you know what can Why be not? worse
0: jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com kevin let's do one more you've been great does that sound good sounds good buddy <clears throat> i am forwarding you an email and you should have it right now okay. and this is a screenshot email okay all
1: right, Do you have here, it? One second. Uh, yeah. Wait, no, I don't have it.
0: I just forwarded it. All right, let's
1: see. I'm trying, I'm trying. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Okay, you ready? We're going to read the screenshots, but I'm going to read the email first. Okay. Jared love and feathers from Canada, baby. I'm looking for your opinion on my new fling situation. I recently got dumped about four months ago, and after a year and a half relationship, I met this guy. we'll call him Derek. I went to high school with, uh, she, she went to high school with Derek at a buddy's house when we were all doing target shooting on the farm. Oh, my God. (laughs) This email is from Saskatchewan. Um, I knew of Derek, but he had a girlfriend all throughout high school, and they broke up around Christmas after seven years. She messed around on him with a childhood friend. I never met Derek in person before, but we chatted at the farm. He was asking another guy friend about me and was very interested. That friend ended up giving him my number. The next few weekends, we went four-wheeling together with a big group of friends. This is, I mean, they're living. This is, yeah. What, I don't think they're, they're in New even, York. No, no, this is Canada, baby. Yeah. I, I, this is, when does the moose get introduced? Um, <laughs> I ended up sleeping at his house that he lives alone after we had a pool party there. He's got a pool. This, I mean, talk about are you garbage? This guy's doing great. We had sex and it was amazing. He later invited me to come swimming through the week and made me a steak dinner. We, of course, fucked after. Of course, I'd fuck him. Yeah, uh, I, sta- Jesus I, sta- Christ. I stayed over again. We Snapchat daily, but it's not anything important or a conversation. I sent him a text, which are attached. My question is, I want to get to know him more, but he seems hesitant we've been talking for about a month now is he really not over his ex or why does he seem hesitant to get to know me I really want to see him and hang out with uh, on the weekends but don't want to seem clingy your opinion really matters to me I would love to hear what you think on the pod as I'm a daily listener and am a courier on the road all day P.S. I'm 24 and he's 25 much love so let's read uh, the messages it starts with a long one from our emailer. you ready yep Okay, I'm gonna start. Am I'll I am now. I th- am I the guy? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're the I guy. Presumed.
1: Okay.
0: Hey, I hope your Friday is going decent. I know you. <laughs> and then she gave the cowabunga fingers. Uh, is that how what you would call them? Cowabunga fingers. Yeah, that sounds up? about right. Hey, hang I hope ten. your Friday hang ten. I- hey, I hope your Friday is going. My girlfriend only does that to me when she's fun mad of at me or making fun of me. She's like, oh. Like, <laughs> Broey, hey, I hope your Friday is going decent. I know you said you have to work this weekend, but I was thinking if you're up for it, maybe we can go for a drink and an app on a patio somewhere if that interests you. I'm not really sure where your head's at, but I'm enjoying hanging out with you and getting to know you. I've been having a ton of fun, and I appreciate what you've done for me. I'm not sure what uh, you're, if you're looking for something more serious or you're, are just looking to hook up, which I don't get that impression, but I don't really roll like that if you are uh, the monkey with the hands over his eyes. I just like being up front and say what's on uh, on my mind. Let me know what you think. And if you're interested in doing something this weekend, if you're up for it, if not, it's no worries at all. I know you get up early and, ha- and the heat isn't helping your case.
1: Started off good, freezing my nuts off in the freezer. Then someone, then someone, then someone how got then somehow got roped into doing shit on the roof the rest of the day, hand on face, hand on face. And that does interest me, but I think I'm staying at the staying in Kitchener at Derek since we were working this weekend. Also at the same time, I don't want to jump into anything just because I got out of a pretty long relationship not long ago. And I also have had a wicked time hanging out with you going wheeling.
0: Yeah, that's the four wheeling. Yeah. Ha ha. Sounds pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand that. I'm on the same page. I'm not looking to get married next week. Laughing so hard I cry. I guess what I was trying to say is that I'm down to hang out and such. So long as you're not only looking to hook up. I just didn't know where your head was at. And I like being up front and communication is key. Well, maybe next week if you're up for it, let me know.
1: We'll do for sure, woman. That's a weird hey, sentence. We'll do yeah, yeah. for sure, woman, and I 100% get that I'm not really into leading people on or trying to just uh, hook up or bang. I hope I didn't give you that impression, clenching teeth. And unfortunately, I'm on and unfortunately I'm on afternoons next week FF's, but I'll keep you posted if I get a free night.
0: She writes, "No, you didn't give me that impression. Don't worry. Blushing face emoji. I understand not wanting to jump back into a relationship because I'm at the same. I'm in the same boat. At the same time, I wouldn't pass up something good and enjoy chilling with you. Uh, and that's the end of the conversation we have. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what do you think of this conversation? Um, I, th- I have some opinions. What do you think?"
1: You know, I'm totally uh, coming at it from a guy's perspective, for sure. Of course. You know? um, I just think even seeing that first blue block of text messages, if I opened up my, t- I would be, you know, just be, I, I would be like, what the fuck? You know, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. You know, it's s- a lot of like, maybe if so, I'm not sure, but how about you? I don't know for me, but I don't know about this. You know, it's like. There's too many if and thens in it,
0: you know. You're going to get an answer that's as direct as your question. Yes, exactly. and, 100%. And if you, especially with someone, because I would say you guys are on the same page. You're both having fun. You're both enjoying He's cooking your steaks. You're getting an interpersonal relationship, and you're getting to know one another. Mm-hmm. And yes, this initial text, I mean, I it's, it's sloppy. The, it's a lot. It's a lot and, – and listen, this isn't to down the person who sent it in. No, not at all. I, under, I understand the sentiment, but I think it's confusing even to us who's reading it as a third party. Yeah. I have this – I've said this before. You don't want to be swimming in the Atlantic on your text. If it's all blue, you're drowning in the ocean.
1: Yeah, keep it to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, you know?
0: That's right. We want to get little rivers. I Because this text – she kept going. She didn't, you know, I'm looking for, I appreciate what you've done for me. I'm not sure if you're looking for something more serious or just want to hook up, which I don't get that impression. So you're not trying to do that to me, but I really like, uh, I don't really roll like that. Like she's basically saying, please respect me. Uh-huh. And that is a different thing. If she had, I, 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 then hey, a relationship, but I don't want one, but I do want one. And I know you're not trying to do that. Like again, He's going to look at the three options he was given, and he's going to go with the option that gives him less responsibility. Well, and that's yes. just human. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. It, the, the, the responsibility he's going to take is, I love having fun with you. That's all I can promise. Because I don't know what else he can promise. He has done, and it's like, I think if she said to him, and again, her feelings aren't wrong. They're not mis, She's not misjudging the situation. Yeah, no, not at all. But if she had just said, hey, I'm really enjoying my time with you. I just want you to know that and I just want you to know that I'm having more feelings for you. Uh-huh. I'm going to own that. At that point, it's a take it or leave it thing. He can say or do whatever he wants, but his actions will tell you everything. He's either going to have you over to swim and make stakes again or he's gonna, or, not, or he's going to create a little distance. Or he's going yeah. to pull back. And that hurts to feel but like you're going to get your answer in a different way than this this produces an answer that's most that's a lie that he can't help telling it. yeah it's like hey i'm going to say
1: this to keep this conversation going like to you know to, to keep this texting whatever we have i'm going to say this cuz it's very low stakes and i can agree with it and move on
0: sure and and his ex situation that you brought up in the email and she's kind of you can see she's insinuating from her text, like, I know you're not trying to get into anything because you just got out of, like, all this stuff is being insinuated in her text. It's like, you need to stop making assumptions for other people's feelings. You need to own your feelings and let that person take that dough of feelings and either make the pizza or they don't. Because in in, in this scenario, you're making the pizza for him.
1: (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) do you like this pizza? Do you want this pizza?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, again, this goes back to the earlier conversation of confidence versus desperation. I don't think she sounds desperate in these texts, but I don't think she sounds confident mm-hmm. either in someone who knows what they want. So what I think this is, again, easier advice for us to give than to take. It's so hard to be like, I'm having fun. And, and it seems like an easy text, but it's like, I'm it's, having yeah, it's fun. It's very hard, yeah. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying your company. Uh-huh. I'm just wanting to let you know that and if there's ever a point where you're where I'm coming on too strong, I need you to let me know that. Yep. If you're not on if you ever feel like you're on a page that's earlier than my page, I would really want the respect of that text. It doesn't have to be you know, like now you've made the bar really low. Where you go and, and Hey, now, let's
1: continue what we're doing. No like there we don't have to make a decision today. You know, you don't have to buy today. Come sure. back in a month, we can reassess and we'll go from there. But
0: and it also gets you Out of hookup land. Yes. Because again, again, a lot of people want spelled out, I want no hookups. I want. Mm. That's not how it works. That's just not the human way to go. It works in, I know I have a, a certain level of commitment to this person. I have a Saturday set up with them and we've had sex and I've, you know, led them to believe that I am. A, not the hookup guy with my actions. Now I have to answer to them when I want to be less than that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I never. I didn't think of that. That's 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 uh, that's a perfect take on it.
0: Right. I and listen, we've all been here. It's not. I I feel for her because I'm swimming. I'm drowning in that ocean too. I'm I'm looking at that text going, "Ooh, you're not going to get an answer that gets you any further along than you wanted to be. Further along than you wanted to be would have been." Another hangout the next weekend, where he's aware that you're you have feelings for him that aren't just hookup feelings. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have feelings for you that aren't just hookup, casual <clears throat> feelings. Letting you know that, do with it what you will. You're gonna get a hard answer, but it's a hard answer that will ruin your month. This is a hard answer that will maybe ruin your year. It could ruin, yeah, mu- yeah,
1: multiple months because it'll just keep dragging on, and then at some point it'll be like, well, I told you in that text that I had the girlfriend, I wasn't ready. Sure. You know, it's like. He, she gave him a lot of outs that he could potentially take down the road small, or immediately, you know.
0: Small lines in the contract. It's like mm-hmm. don't even – you know, you give him the contract that is that comes with the user guide. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't give him a contract to build together. Like, hey, this is my offer. This is mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. J-Train Podcast at GMA.com. Podcast at GMA.com. Kevin Ryan, thank you for coming on. This is Thanks for having me, man. This was
1: a lot of fun. I appreciate it.
0: At Kevin Ryan Comedy. Go follow Are You Garbage? That's the podcast. You got a solid stamp of J-Train approval. Go follow. Go get involved with their podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here Mondays and Thursdays. We'll be back next episode. Boom.